Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. Now, many, many years ago, my grief led me on my spiritual path. It led me to my spiritual path. Now, little did I know back then that my spirituality is a huge part of managing my ADHD. Since then, I've been up and down and round and round, round and round on my spiritual journey. And I discovered along the way that my spiritual life could be simple and still be powerful. So during this episode, Christina Fletcher and I talk about what practical spirituality is and how we can use it to support our ADHD. We talk about how spirituality doesn't have to be hard, flaky, or woo-woo. We talk about how just like our ADHD minds, spirituality is not to be grasped but to be experienced. We also talk about plugging into the essence of who you are with simple, regular practices. Now, Christina is a spiritual alignment coach, energy healer, author, and speaker who specializes in helping two busy to meditate women find center and align to their true selves in practical, present ways. Through mindset tools, sacred connection, energy healing practices, and deep dives into their heart center, she helps them show up whole as who they are and who they came to be. But before we dig in, I wanted to be sure that you've downloaded the free ADHD supports guide I created for you. Honestly, it just might be a good idea to have your guide handy each week while you listen to the podcast, because it's so full of tips, tools, and practices to support you on your ADHD journey. And spirituality is one of the four pillars mentioned in the foundations portions of the guide. So this could be very valuable for you. If you haven't already, download the ADHD supports guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports or find the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime. Let's enjoy the ride together. Well, hey, Christina, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have this conversation today. I am so excited to be here. I have to say, when you asked me to come back on, I was like, oh, yes. Yes, please. That's fantastic. I really wanted another conversation with you. I know, <laughs> so, me yeah. too. I just so it it you can tell. So you ha- have a listen. You'll be able to tell Christina and I just we could talk forever. We're not we going to today, but we can. That's but, right. <laughs> so, we could if you want us to. <laughs> we could. We could actually. We could just like carve out the the whole morning or afternoon exactly. where you are. That's exactly. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to be doing what you're doing now? Oh, that is a windy, twindy path. But Absolutely. it's interesting, actually. The uh, the um, this morning, it was funny because I, I mentioned that I was coming on your show, and I was like, "Oh, well, she wants to talk about practical spirituality and and spirituality." And my husband turned to me, and she's like, "He was just like, you know, if someone had told you that you would be doing that when you were a small child, he's like, you would have been so excited." And it made me actually think about oh, that. I was like, sweet. "It's so." True. Because even right. from a young age, I was asking the big questions and I was, you know, I was sitting outside listening to birds and I felt like probably they understood me better than a lot of other people. <laughs> right. So it was a connection to something that I couldn't see. 
and there was something, a sense of a deeper life. But of course, then, you know, then, then you have your teenage years and you have your life experience and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but really my journey did start when I started realizing that I wasn't living my happiest life in my twenties mm -hmm. and that I wasn't, I wanted a relationship. I wanted to experience something bigger than myself and I wanted magic. And, and I didn't know what that looked like. You know, you read them and read fairy tales and you read all these things. And, and I was like, there's got to be a source of where all of this magical elements come from that people are talking about. I want to know what that is. So I started connecting to my spiritual source, God, in, on a different level. I, I started journaling a lot more, started meditating more, started connecting to my spirit guides, even though I didn't know they were called my spirit guides then. And I started putting out for magic. Mm -hmm. And not knowing that I was also tapping into manifestation and the law of attraction, because that was not a term then, um, I then ended up finding myself flying over to the UK and meeting my husband randomly, and it was all fireworks and magic, and things flowed in this beautiful, magical way. Right. And then, of course, we ended up getting married very quickly. We were engaged within three weeks, he moved to Canada within six. It was a whirlwind. Um, we're still happily married 21 years later. Uh, but then we, right after getting together, we quickly got pregnant. Then we got pregnant 10 months later as well. And life sped up. Right. So that was my beginning of understanding how to <laughs> dis disconnect from the stress and see mm. the deeper flow of life within the life with small children. Mm, uh, that. And that was how I started exploring what spiritually aware parenting looked like, which was my business for eight, eight years. Uh, but it was interesting because you said something before we jumped on about um, the deeper experience or how it can feel like, you know, out there flaky woo woo right, you know right, spirituality right. Mm -hmm. and i think i've always had the calling to intertwine the two worlds so not just in parenting but in every aspect of life right and that's why my podcast is called showing up whole i've always felt called to go deeper as well as higher and so sometimes spirituality feels like something that's going higher and higher and higher and people go way off into the clouds. Right. And I've never felt called to go completely out into the clouds because I'm here in this physical body. And that's mm. what excites me. Right. And so it's that. And, and it's that wonderful little uh, joining where those two worlds meet that gets me excited. And so that's how I really come here is following that inner guidance, that following that that quest, I suppose, of how do you get to know what that looks like, that, that spark when those two things merge, right. the physical reality and the spiritual energy that flows through it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a long answer to that question. I'm not sure if that's what you were looking for. It was exactly what I was looking for. And it connects what we're going to be talking about today, the practical Brilliant. spirituality. And I heard practical spirituality from you the first time. I was like, that's it. Practical <laughs> spirituality. That like, that's the, you know, cause I have gone up into the, you know, into the clouds. Yep. Um, and so with uh with adhd that's my hope that was my hyper focus i've gone into many clouds 
right? Yep. Yep. But we are physical, we are spiritual beings in a physical form. In we physical are form. both parts. So we have to make it. We, you know, and and I remember Christina like ha having these um moments when I was um when I was doing Reiki training. Mm-hmm. And um, in different periods of time where I was doing like intense meditation, where I had these moments of just of my essence, right? Of yeah. really feeling into my essence, more, 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 more. I want more, 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 more. And they were just blips, right? They were just little, they were little bits, but like, oh my gosh, I like I wanted to grab it, right? Yep through my own evolution through understanding through parenting because there's nothing like parenting to bring you into this physical world into this <laughs> no physical, there really isn't into Absolutely. the physical being right yeah that's why um, folks done it for so long <laughs> yes yeah. exactly yeah. but yeah. so so i have been at that place but then the realizing that no i can have that right here yes and i can and it doesn't have to be hard and i think that's the that's the uh, the key now, when I also, my mother was feeding me books when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I was sitting under a tree reading books, um, you know, and I was always out. I mean, we were all, all, all always outside, yeah. right? So um, we did. <laughs> the first book that my mother gave me was Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain. Oh, thank you, mom. Fantastic. Thank you, mom. Right. I mean, that was yeah. that was in the early 80s, I think, um, somewhere in the early 80s. But so I have also been very curious about mm -hmm. everything, first of all, you know, nature and, you know, and and spirituality, but I didn't call it spirituality. Yep. I don't know why. I was just curious, right? Yep. But then it took pain for me, it took grief for me to really start digging into and here's the thing it doesn't have to take grief it doesn't have to take pain for us to connect right no unfortunately sometimes and a lot of times that's what brings us there but this deep deep um grief that i was going through that led me through this windy path um into my own spirituality that led me up to the clouds and then led me back down yeah. um but that and i you know it but it doesn't have to i didn't have to stay in that woo woo place because there was definitely there's definitely a place that is woo woo it needed to be it needed to be something that i could um experience in my daily life and yeah. i have found it right but i guess so here here's the little bit of the adhd woo around and around um no you're so, talking spirituality that's what we do <laughs> okay well, so here's the thing is that I didn't realize that back then what I was really trying to do was to manage my ADHD, right? And and try to understand it. I didn't realize it back back then. Spirituality spirituality is a huge part of managing my nervous system and managing my ADHD brain. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Um one little thing talking about, you know, the ADHD brain of kind of going out there and coming back in. Right. You know, a lot of people talk about spirituality as that labyrinth. Mm, I don't right. know if you've ever walked a labyrinth, but a labyrinth, when you walk a spiritual labyrinth, which is built on the concepts of sacred geometry, mm -hmm. is you go in and then all of a sudden you take a turn and you find you're on the outer path of the circle and then you go back into the inner circle. Right. The paradox right. of all spirituality is found in 
the the outer the higher spaces and those inner deeper spaces is going mm. the deeper and the going the higher and then all of a sudden you need to go deeper and then you know to go higher and unless you actually welcome that and embrace that it can always be this story of no 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 i'm going deeper but i'm supposed to go higher oh no i'm going higher but i'm supposed to go deeper and you always can get into the space of self-criticism or or judging your journey right. when really that's the path Right. The path is that windy, twindy path. So, so trust the path. And I gotta say, honestly, like ADHD is is something that if you put it in a linear world, it can feel like it is a diagnosis. Yep. But if you put it in the space of spirituality, it's like I mean, spirit moves fast. Right. Spirit doesn't want to be that focused, you know. It it's like. For, for a spiritual energy, it's like, oh, look at this. Okay, let's do this. Oh, wait, no, now we're going to do this. Okay, let's do this. It makes sense from spirit. Right. It's just our physical selves that try to compress things into a linear, stretched experience and asks us to focus in a different way. Right. So there's a lot of elements in that. I absolutely love that what you just said. I love that. It may it well it makes it makes more sense. I mean, I understand it more. I understand it more now, but it yeah. does help for all of us to make more sense of it. Okay. And and here's the interesting thing too is I like to think, you know, um I have a my brain is wired differently, right? Mm -hmm. I like to think that maybe it's part of evolution that we're moving more toward. And I, and I don't know. This is just is something that I like to think that we're moving more toward feeling in life rather than thinking. Yes. Right. 100%. And that, cause that's what we do. Those of us with ADHD who have been, who have been diagnosed with ADHD, we really, we feel our way through life. Yes. Right. And that's why. I believe that we're, we're, you know, when we embrace it and when we learn how to work with it, we are incredibly intuitive, I but guess. we're told we're wrong. Right. Exactly. And I know that you can speak into all of this. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, kind of, but because honestly, the, the, the start of practical spirituality in a lot of ways um, begins also in this point where you have to you have to develop the belief that no one is broken mm, right no one is broken and that means that if you have a diagnosis still not broken that yeah. means if you've had a traumatic um life beginning or life experience still not broken if your brain is telling you that you're broken it doesn't mean that you're broken you are a spiritual being that has come into this physical experience and at some point before you arrived you basically, you know, keeping things very practical and spirit um, and and simple, you know, it was a process of what platform, what framework is going to help me grow and expand and experience life in a new way, right. in a way that makes it unique to me. So therefore, some of us are are you know kind of came into this physical experience going. So you know what? I don't want to focus the same way as everyone. Yeah. I want my brain to function from a different angle. I want this um, experience where some elements of human experience might feel more challenging, and yet I'll have a deeper intuition, like you said, and I'll have a deeper sense of this. So therefore, it's part of the framework. 
right? Oh, like and that. it's the world that will tell tell you, well, that's a brokenness because it's mm-hmm. not like everybody else. And and you're right. Like when you see it as an evolution, hundred percent, we are in a time where, um, I mean, look at our children. You look at mm-hmm. children, and they've evolved. Right. You know, like I'll have clients who will they'll come to me and be like, you know, so they just won't do what they're told. And you're like, no, they won't <laughs> because they know they see through it. Right. Um, right. And and we have come to the point that that's where we are. So of co- absolutely, it's definitely part of the evolution because we are expanding beings. That's what we do. Spirit right. grows. It picks up information and then we keep coming back to expand it even further. Right, right, right. That's actually kind of an interesting thing to 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 add in that because I think sometimes people um, haven't really fully dipped in or poked around the idea that spirit is expanding and growing. We have a mm-hmm. tendency to think that the universe, God, spirit is is stagnant, is this kind of thing that has right. always been and always will be. You know, like we're, we're kind of passed on that omnipresent kind of, it is what it is. And there it is. And everybody right. needs to adhere to that. And and especially if you're raised in a, um, a a structured belief system at all, then that is probably what is going to be fundamentally there. But uh, practical spirituality does encompass a certain level of also science in quantum physics. Mm-hmm. And we understand that we are a continually evolving and expanding universe. Things grow. It just does. Right. And that's why when you look back at how things were, even in your parents' time, the processing is different because people passed, they brought with them their lessons, then they came back or they passed on that energy into the field of unknowing and that then incarnated into who we are now. And the same thing's happening with our children and their children, and it will continue going. So, that field is always growing and it's important to know that we are evolving. It's not just from monkeys to people. Right. Right. And that's where it stops. Right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right. Unless you incorporate the phone, the phone image of people like evolving. Oh my God. The the, the spine, the spinal, yeah, the spine of the, that's not the evolution we're talking about. No, 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 no. So, um, and I, I love also that you talked about the ever expanding and that, and the growing, right. Cause I, I, I think sometimes We tell, you know, we're, we're kind of taught to, um, at, at least societally, um, to be happy with what we have and to, and acceptance and all of that. And, and there is a, there's an element. I mean, we can't, we can't grow unless we accept where, where we are and, mm-hmm. and what is. However, we are spiritual beings having a human yeah. experience. And as spiritual beings, we need to grow. We have to grow. I mean, yes. we are a part of nature, right? Nature yeah. grows. The grass grows. Like right now we're having this incredible, it's 80 degrees here 
today. I'm in North Carolina. Wow. It's 80 degrees here. I mean, this is, we haven't had, we haven't had any snow this year. It's very interesting. So we're having this like hot spell. We've got daffodils blooming, which they usually do in February, but I mean, growth, right? And the the trees are starting to bloom like this is, and we're part of that. So for us to want more for ourselves, for our families, there's nothing wrong with that. And I mean, it's, it's natural. It's It's our natural natural state, right? It's our natural state. And and it's funny that you should be talking about this because it, it's something that I'm diving into right now in my own life. Um, mainly because now my, my daughters have, are growing to the point of that they're out of the house more. One's been gone for a week. Actually, they both have been left in different spaces over the week. There's definitely this sense of moving forward in my own personal life. Right. And And it's interesting because, you know, we're having this conversation about practical spirituality. And to me, every opportunity like that, everything like that is an opportunity to explore what that means. So Mm -hmm. deeper and higher, right? Like it's it's about, well, what what exactly does that mean? And and so I was facing change. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, I was kicking it a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago, I was not, I I was burying myself in a couple of books because I was like, you know what? I'm I'm hiding because this is not how I want to see this, you know, I don't, I don't want to see it through this vision. So then I started poking around the idea of change and growth. Mm -hmm. And as a, what is this change and growth? (laughs) And then I really, I simply remembered, or the universe hit me over the head with a frying pan. It could be seen either way. And basically it was like, when you, you know, we know that we are ever expanding and growing. We know that throughout life, we are seeing things that we like and we don't like. Whether you are trying to keep life just in a state of the sameness and appreciating where you are, which is great and it's important to appreciate where you are, like you said, mm-hmm. um, but whether you're trying to not grow, no matter what, you still will notice things that you like and you still don't notice things that you don't like. Right. That is going out into the universe mm-hmm. and you are asking. Mm-hmm. You're always asking right. for change. Right, right. It's always happening. Whether mm-hmm. you're conscious of it or not, you're always asking. And that information is going to move you spiritually forward. And, you know, some of us use that for manifestation. Right. If you want to manifest something different, you have to change. You can't live in both spaces at once. You cannot have everything exactly the same and yet wish for something, even the smallest thing, slightly different. Right, right. Against basic common sense. So... When that, you know, when, when I did get hit over the frying, with the frying pan from the universe, which and we do, often, and we do, <laughs> yes. and we yes. do, and then, like, hello, you can, you're not listening. <laughs> yes. And you can feel the angels laugh. <laughs> I know. In a, in a loving way. In a very loving way. Yes. I once had an angel Reiki session and the woman was just like, my God, they laugh when they work with you, don't they? And I was like, oh, yes, I'm sure funny. they do. <laughs> Oh no! So I'm thinking it more of more of from the the joyful. You have a joyful, fun, light, fun, um, joyful sure energy. You're... That's what I'm thinking. Oh well, thank you. I'm, that's what I went with. I was. I'm sure there's a bit of both. I'm that's sure sometimes it. they pat me on the head and they go, "Yes, Christina. Okay, <laughs> we'll get there." Exactly. Okay. Yes. So when we tell tell us a little bit about what your loose definition of what practical spirituality is like how do we bring 
that, you know, we, cause we just talked about a lot, like, yep, it, we you know, let's, let's bring the whoop, let's bring the universe back down into our, you know, into, into how we can understand let's it because it is mind boggling. Yep. Like if you go, if you, if you really dive into the universe and what that, I mean, you can, I think, you know, what I learned what, what, it, what was it that, um, that, uh, a lot of quantum physicists mm-hmm. turned to Buddhism because mm. it's just so i can well believe it it's just it's so much to, and hard to like you can't put your finger on it so how well, do we bring it back down into practical terms well and first of all let's 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 get really practical here for mm-hmm. a second in understanding that and and i think you'll probably appreciate this because i know we we talk a lot about adhd and brain functioning and neuroscience right this is not something that your brain is actually meant to fully understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. So we can't, I know that's, that's, that, and that's, that's, that's it. I wish I kn- knew that like several decades yeah. ago, that it's not yeah. something I can grasp because I was no. trying to grasp it, you know? Yeah. No. And, and it's just, it's just not because like you said, you go down this rabbit hole and then you go down this rabbit hole and then you go down this rabbit hole and then you have this experience and it all kind of, all the things that you thought you decided kind of shift and you go, okay, maybe that didn't make sense. And then you get refocused back into human world stuff and you go, what was that? My God, what was wrong with me? I have no idea. Right. <laughs> so um, something that grounds me deeply is is understanding um uh, the the work the under uh, the the philosophy of the ancient Gnostics, mm-hmm. um, which were a small collection, I suppose, of mystics and um, philosophers from ancient times. But the the term of Gnosticism is understanding that knowledge is through experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that keeps me grounded. And when I start to go, okay, but what about this? And do I need to understand this? And how about this? And how does this work? When it's like, wait a second, get back to breath. Mm. So spiritual, practical spirituality with that said, let's, let's get back to breath. Um, what do we know? We know that we have these physical forms. Mm-hmm. And as my 13 year old loves to call them, there are vessels. Vessels, beautiful. These are, yes, he's like, I need to take care of my vessel. <laughs> I've been really enjoying these conversations. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell. I'm like, okay, yes, let's, let's dive in. Um, so you have these bodies, right? And yeah, they're these phenomenal things. There is nothing that we need to diminish about this physical experience. This is the leading edge of what we came for. Right. But we also know that there's something deeper. Mm-hmm. There's this essence of ourselves. How do we know that there's an essence of ourselves? Because some people on this might be like, oh yeah, I don't believe in that nonsense. Imagine a moment when you think of someone and you can feel them mm, yeah. and you just know them. And then all of a sudden they phone, mm-hmm. right? which we've all had that experience, right? right. Or you, you feel someone come into the room and before you turn around, you know who it is. Mm. It's their essence. Another um, way of looking at it is uh, I read somewhere in a book years and years and years ago when I was first starting this journey. And they were saying, you know, imagine when you were a child and you looked in the mirror and you saw yourself in the mirror and you knew yourself, you knew it was you. Your body continually changed. You grew, you, you changed, 
you, you know, your whole posture changed, your style changed, everything about you changed. Some people walking down the street might not have recognized you if they hadn't seen you for a long period of time. But whenever you looked in the mirror, you knew it was you. Mm, right. Oh, I love that. Because you recognize yourself. Right. So we know that we have this essence. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, we have personality. We have thoughts. We have emotions. There's an essence deep down because you know in that expanded moment when you just relax, just before sleep, just when you wake up, there's that moment of recognition of yourself. So, mm, right. Okay. So, so practical spirituality, right back at the base beginning, we know that we each have an individual essence. Mm -hmm. You know those moments when you really, you know, you're not judging yourself, you're not criticizing yourself, you're not observing yourself, you're just being in yourself. Mm -hmm. Essence. Right. So practical spirituality is, is the journey of bringing that essence, that wholeness, that beingness into every aspect of your life. Uh, there's a few things that we need to know about that. So um, as that essence, we are energy. You know, it is an energetic infusion of ourselves. I always describe it like a cup of tea. You know, you pour the water. The water is the spiritual essence of all that isness. It's poured down into the cup. But life experience, your perceptions, your opinions is that tea bag. So therefore then the water gets poured onto the tea bag and the tea infusion changes or imprints upon that water. That Mm. water is transformed. That is your essence. So we are part of this energy. We are stardust. We are part of the universe. We are all that isness. Right. You are the tea. And so therefore is that wholeness that you walk in life with. Um practices become important because we can all no actually let me let me start that a little bit differently um in understanding that tea infusion you don't want to take any part of your life as not important Mm -hmm. right you have your physical experience and that's providing you with more tea leaves that's changing up the flavor right that's life Then you have your thoughts, your mind, which loves to think that it's the captain of everything, but it's not because your essence is. So your thoughts are trying to guide everything, but mostly they're also observing everything. They're Mm. feeding the information. Right. Then you have your emotions and your emotions are giving you the nudges and the, um, the indicators of, of, your alignment of how much Mm -hmm. you are listening to your wholeness. Yep. And then you have your spiritual self. Right. Okay. So it's understanding in Kabbalah, they talk about the four worlds Mm -hmm. and it's understanding that you are your four worlds and every one of them needs to be balanced, right? Everyone needs to, everything needs to have that flow in them. That's why energy work. That's why we do things like Reiki or we do things like quantum healing or we even do things like yoga or anything that's going to balance out your energy. Um, I've actually, I'm just working on a new energy hygiene in the morning. So I want a whole hygienic system in place so that I just totally 
make sure that I, I acknowledge all worlds within myself. So right, that's something right. that I'm working on personally. Um, so can I, st- let me stop you for, for just a moment. And I want our it. listeners to hear what Christina is saying right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. When she's talking about the, the, the energetic hygiene, that we're that there are four parts of us or that there that we're not we're not just one thing right we there are mm-hmm. all parts of us they're all important and that emotional part of us is information right mm-hmm. so it's that is that's why that that is one of the big reasons why spirituality is a huge part of managing your ADHD and understanding it and working with it. Okay. So sorry. No, I'm really glad that that you said that. Yeah. I really, really glad you said that because absolutely. The thing is, is that when you actually embark on the journey of saying, you know what, I'm going to see this as wholeness. Mm -hmm. I'm not, it's practical spirituality is when you shift from the idea of a reactionary space so that at a reactionary space, I mean that everything that happens in your day you react to, mm-hmm. you let it come at you, um, and then you watch your emotions and your thoughts spiral about that. Also, reactionary spot is all spaces often assuming that you are in the wrong mm. or yeah. that you should re- should do something different or there's something you should do. Mm-hmm. So practical spirituality asks you to release those two things. It's understanding that mm, you are... Uh, in in a flow of life, mm-hmm. that life happens and presents you things and experiences to help you grow and learn. And your whole job is to return to a whole perspective. How do you tap in? I like to call it plugging into the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's always there. Your spiritual essence, your spiritual source is always there. It's like electricity in the walls. Right. Your whole job is to plug in. When you plug in. Yeah. I love a visual too. Yeah. And that's really helpful. We're going to plug in. Plug in. So that we can reconnect. Well, and I mean that, if you actually asked Christina, somewhat practical spirituality in one sentence, that's what I would probably say. Mm -hmm. I would say that spirit, the universe is like electricity in the walls. Mm -hmm. It's always there. It's always flowing. But you wouldn't go to make a slice of toast and not plug in the toaster. You wouldn't be upset that the toast wasn't cooking. Right, right, right. You wouldn't right. like, why isn't it going down? I mean, we, I probably, we've all probably had that situation, <laughs> but that you need to plug in to mm-hmm. access the electricity. Okay. So plug in. So how do we plug in? That's <laughs> the next question. <laughs> how do you plug in? Um, lots of ways, lots of ways. I mean, of course I'm going to say meditation. Right. It's what we say, right? Right, right. But um, I want to stretch the concept of meditation here because um, it's not what we necessarily think of. Practical spirituality and all the work that I do, especially after working with parents for so long, will tell you, you do not need to meditate for 20 minutes and you do not need to go for a long silent retreat and you do not need to find that mountain somewhere. Right. Because that's not the point of practical spirituality. Yes. I have simple processes. Um, first of all, ener- when you remember that you are spiritual essence, energy flows above your head, it flows down through your entire physical self. So if you, bearing in mind that idea of that water, mm-hmm. spiritual energy pours like the water. Here's another visual. 
pours like water into a glass. Mm. Where does it go first? Down to the bottom of the glass. Mm -hmm. Right. So put your attention on your feet, allowing that spiritual energy to flow all the way down through to your feet and fill you up. Ooh. And allow it to flow all the way through you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to say that intention is everything. Mm -hmm. You can actually say, it is my intention to plug in. And you're plugged in. Takes a little bit of practice. So I love the simplicity of that, right? We tend to think, no, it's too simple. It can't be that simple. It's a request, right? It's 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 an opening. It's a request. It's an opening. And it's a, for me, it's a, it's a physical shift. Yep. Right. Or or, or energetic shift. It's a, it's a, um, uh, let me plug in. Let me plug in. I want to plug plug in. in. Right. And I think too, actually even saying that and saying it out loud, right. Is that it, it's a, it's a, it's a declaration for one thing, like I'm plugging in now. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, you're, you're, I, I feel like it's kind of, a um, it's, uh, you're reconnecting to your body, right? Cause I feel like sometimes our minds like our way up here, like a balloon <laughs> attached by a string. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> bringing, our, bringing our awareness back into it's our It's like body you're reaching and- up, you're grabbing that balloon by the string and you're just kind of going, okay, we're just going to kind of bring it here. Yeah. I'm going to bring I'm it back bringing down. bringing this right? back down and I'm right. plugging in. Um, I mean, there's so, what I work on with my clients is helping them do the deep dive to understand what that means for them. Because mm-hmm. you are here, it's like that tea infusion that we're talking about has its own perception of what that spiritual source looks like. Right. Um, so you can connect to that in a lot of different ways. But the first fundamental point is to create the habit of saying, I'm plugging in. Mm-hmm. Now, that can be done with focusing on your feet. It can be done with saying, I'm plugging in. It can be done with putting your hands in your heart and saying, I am here, or I am love, or I, I connect. One process that I often will suggest to clients is that they, they do a four sentence process because our brains are going to, they like to fight because they like things the same all the time. So my four sentence process is I open to love. I receive with love. I give thanks with love and I connect with love. Mm, That's beautiful. Say that a couple of times before you start your day and you will show up in your day slightly differently. Mm -hmm. Starts with subtle shifts because you, your brain, like we said, isn't going to welcome a lot of change all at once. And it might fight you on this. Always just tell your brain, well, we're giving this a try. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're just going to see how this goes. Right. We're just going to take this easy because we want to be more at ease or be more fulfilled. And we're just going to feel into this. So you just open up your mind to a small practice. You just introduce that practice whenever and however you can. So first thing in the morning, last thing at night, always good spots to start. If you start feeling stressed, if you start to feel yourself in that reactionary space, go back to that center open to love. I receive with love. I give thanks with love. I connect with love. See what happens. You are inviting in more of a whole view and spiritual energy in whatever way you connect to that. 
Right. I so, love the simplicity in that, that we yeah. don't have to sit down with this protocol. I mean, we can, right? We get to choose. We yes, can. We choose. Yep. However, what I know is, uh, you know, about myself and, you know, my, my, the way that my brain is wired, if it's, so I can go either way, I can mm -hmm. hyper-focus and yep. that doesn't really serve me, right? I can hyper-focus and doing it exactly the right way all the time, or I can make it so hard that I'm not going to do it. Yep. Right. So well, I hyper-focus or I won't do it. So it needs to be simple. Yep. Yeah. And I also want to poke around a little tiny bit the word the right way mm -hmm. because there is none right right there's right, your way right there's no right way yes there's no right way yeah. you are spiritual and that's where people get it's like we see spirituality as something to strive for too late you are spiritual right like there's no there's no getting away from it that's who you are yeah. so whether you are acknowledging that part of you or whether you're pretending it doesn't exist and it's doing its thing waiting to be acknowledged that's up to you yeah it's really about plugging in and just acknowledging it. It's kind of like, hi, inner self. Let's work together because not working together isn't leading to my greatest happiness. Right. That's right. It's it's setting just that intention. It's just letting it in, letting it in, letting it in. Um, and in that, you know, one day you might find this book sitting there and it is that deep process that you're talking about. And you're like, oh, you know what? I really feel called to pick that up. Right. Okay, so you pick it up and you start reading it and it's really just, you know, lighting you up and you feel great reading it. Three days later, no, it might not be the thing. That's fine. Ah, oh, permission, Christina. Permission to <laughs> leave. Yes. Follow what, what, I mean, not in a, you know, in a crazy, in a crazy a way, but, way. Just, but just following, how is this feeling to me? Because mm -hmm. it can feel, and, and, and I love what you said in the beginning too, is that spirituality is kind of that windy, windy road. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a straight line. And that it's, like, no. we can totally relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 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 And I think, I think we have a tendency to give ourselves such a bad time when we don't follow that straight line. And those shoulds, the minute you say, I should do this, you, okay, yeah, sometimes my brain will love to tell me not to plug in. Right. That's, that's not a non-negotiable. It's like, come on, it's not a should, it's my own inner knowing. It's like, no. Nah. But, oh, you should read that really big, thick book? Not if it doesn't feel aligned, no. I am gonna tell like, you, I have had the Course of Miracles <laughs> on my bookshelf Oh, I know. For 30 <laughs> years. And every once in a while I pick it up. If you don't know, the, the Course of Miracles is it's it is basically like a protocol. You like every yep. every chapter, I guess, or lesson is it's there's a very specific way. And yes, there is. beautiful things beautiful come out things. of the course of miracles. It's it's a beautiful book. Absolutely. And you know, and every once in a while I pick it up and maybe I do it for, you know, a couple of days or a week or I do it, you know, and and it feels good and it feels right. Yep. And then I'm like, ah, I'm going to put this over here now. Maybe one yep. day, you know, maybe one day when my kids are off, you know, yep. uh, uh, well, whatever, and, and maybe, maybe not. <laughs> well, and that's what's fascinating is there's something about the human condition that we always think that we are in need of that teacher. Course in right. Miracles was written probably, what, 40 years ago now, we're mm -hmm. probably looking at. And 
But what did we just say about evolution? Right, right. That we're evolving, right? We're evolving. We're yeah. actually on the leading edge. And I mean, I, I love some of the things that are in The Course of Miracles. And I have mm -hmm. a deep fondness of it because I remember it was it was sitting on my mother's bedside table. Oh, yeah. Uh, when still, I was huh? about, yeah, yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. And um, I was probably about 11 or 12, I guess. And I was sitting in my mother's room for some reason. I don't know why. And and I leaned over and I just, I was like, what is this? And I flipped it open. And I remember just like my mind was just blown. And so it blown, gave me this right. lovely little window of mm -hmm. something, of saying, oh, there's this other way of seeing things. Great. Okay. That's what my spirit needed at that time. That's what I needed at that time. That was part of my evolution. I'm very grateful for that book, for that. Right. I, I totally agree. There are times that I'm like, I should really read that. And then it's like, oh, please. When, if it lands on my lap and it seems to, you know, out of absolutely nowhere and right. it just is, then, okay, I'll take it as a sign that I'm really supposed to flip through it. But I know. Yeah. 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 I know. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, we don't have to make it. We don't have, we don't to, make have it. to make it hard. We can let it be easy. Yes. We can allow it. Christina, this has been, a fantastic conversation. I, we, we absolutely could talk for, um, hours. I know that we, we could. could one day, you know, so I was, I was just in your neck of the woods. Christina is in the UK. I, well, I was in Amsterdam. So oh. I, was, I flew over you ish. Oh, I would have waved. <laughs> <laughs> but one day, one day I see us having tea or something. Oh. You know, I like it. When, well, I guess we'll be day. in the UK then, because that's what we do. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yes, come here, we'll drink coffee. Okay, but yes, all right, we'll, drink, we'll, drink, we'll drink tea. That sounds fantastic. Okay. I love so, it. Tell our listeners a little bit about um, about how they can find you. And your sure. Wife. So I have a brand new website, which is called spirituallywherelliving.com. And on there, you have the different ways of working with me, one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have a few courses that are going up there as well. Um, I have a Facebook group, which is called the Spiritually We Are Living Community. If you are looking at how to, I guess, bring all of this work into your own experience, like we talked a little bit about shoulds, one way that you really can do that is I do have a free process on my website, mm -hmm. which is all about releasing the guilt and shame that's imposed to you by other people mm -hmm. and getting rid of those shoulds. Because right. that's what the shoulds are coming from. You're being told yeah. to do stuff all the time. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's over on my website and you can sign up for that over at spirituallywherelivingcom backslash guide to guilt. And to guilt. that is I a good that. place to start. Beautiful. And definitely check out um, Showing Up Whole is Christina's yes. podcast. Amazing. You have your your podcast is brilliant and you have some really brilliant conversations with, with your yeah, guests. I had this one that was really, really amazing with you. Yes, we did. Indeed. <laughs> we did. It was fantastic. It was, it was fantastic. And but, I need to yeah, back I'm on, always, I think. I'm always riveted. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, definitely check out Christina, check out her work, her, um, her Instagram and, uh, her Facebook group, um, or her podcast, go get that, uh, releasing the guilt. Cause that's what it's all like letting go. I, I love that. I saw that on your, um, on your yeah. site when I was kind of checking, seeing what you're up to lately. It's, it's funny, you know, because one of the things, you know, we talk about the glass of water and the pouring in guilt and shame is like having a piece of cardboard above the cup. Mm. Oh, wow. That's another beautiful clear. visual. I love yeah. the visual. <laughs> okay. there you go. We're removing the cardboard. Remove so the cardboard. Remove oh the block. The, 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 the water's got to pour through. 
Right, right. Oh, Christina, I love that. Well, thank you so much. It's thank been you. fantastic. Definitely go check Christina out and uh, we will you. talk soon. Goodbye for now. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast. Now, one thing I know for sure is that managing ADHD is not a one-stop shop. There are so many tips, tools, practices, treatment options, and lifestyle accommodations to consider. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and wonder where in the world to start. If you're nodding your head yes, then you'll want to check out the free ADHD supports guide. It's a super simple step-by-step guide that keeps your ADHD brain engaged because it's interesting, it's important, and sometimes even a little exciting. I invite you to consider yourself a detective as you discover the ideal combination of supports to help you remain calm, be more consistent, stay focused on what's important, shift out of overwhelm and other big emotions more quickly make decisions more easily, and develop more confidence, all while becoming more of the person you know yourself to be. Download the guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or find the link in the show notes. I truly believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Goodbye for now.